This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, look, I know I joke that some anxiety is good, and I stand by that hot take, but it can it can it can tell us to get you know out of a bad situation, out of a bad relationship, to solve a problem we've been ignoring. But chronic worry is no bueno. I'm bilingual now. That's no good. Okay, I I have that every look every Monday at two o'clock. I talk to Barbara. All right, I puke up all my worries. She's like, hey. Worry is a negative contribution to your future self, and worry doesn't work. If anything, feel guilt, because that means you're probably standing up for yourself. <clears throat> and I'm like, damn, Barbara, that's a banger. She helps me get out of my inner child and into my adult child and yells at me to journal, which is very annoying, but then I do it and I feel better. And I'm like, bitch, Barbara, I wish I could see you every day. I wish you could coach me every day out of my gross, intrusive thoughts that no longer serve me. Going to therapy, it's like, it's like having the smartest mom on the planet tell you what to do in a way that makes it your idea. It's the best. Therapy gets you out of your negative thought cycles and helps you find some mental and emotional peace. Do it for you and all the people around you that you love. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time. No additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Whitney today to get 10% off your first month. That's help, H-E-L-P dot slash Whitney. BetterHelp.com slash Whitney. Do it for us. Bap, bap, bap. You know what it is? When you get pregnant, your hair, did, did Jazzy have this? Yeah. Where your hair in the front, they just turn into like Italian yeah. pubes? Yeah, yeah. 100% because your entire... Well, here, we'll talk about it on the pod. But I'm going bald, like, no, in little it, patches. It's all normal. She lost hair. She she lost some hair, too. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but you're just she fine with like that? She like you're a producer in the you're... middle. <laughs> Dude, when you get pregnant, you do turn into Homer Simpson. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got a belly. Look at I'm that. Going yeah, bald. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is like a nightmare. Yeah. And then you get horny. Yeah, oh, for sure. You're just like, fee fi make me come. This is, like, awful. Uh, let me ask, did we have the right thing up for you? Yeah, that was perfect. I am going to get the blackface spray to put on my scalp. Do it. Okay, you can start the show. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm, Whit I'm Whitney's son. I'm Whitney's unborn son. This is what, this is what Whit Whitney's child will look like. Um, <laughs> this is who it'll be. I, uh, I'm li right now live. Wow, I have a big head. You better hope your baby doesn't have a big head. You know what I just watched, though? Okay, because the big thing is vaginal or cesarean. Mm -hmm. What kind? Do you want to have one giant butthole slash vagina? Right. Or do you want a happy face belly? For, I mean, listen, my jazz went through two vaggies, you know, but I mean, she like blew her pussy off. <laughs> like it like detached. She went through two vaggies as if yes. she had to get a new one, went through that one. Like I felt something hit my foot when my second daughter was born. I was like, what is that? The doctor was like, that's her vagina. It's on your shoelace. And well, but I watched a video that when they they come out, their heads are like Pangea plates. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's not that the vagina gets as big as their head. It's that their head does shrink. Right. And they have a little cone head for the first couple of days. Cone head first couple of days. And that's why it's extremely important. The fontanelles, they're called your baby's head. The skull will not be formed, fully formed for weeks after the baby's born. So you cannot, you know, like if you press down on its head, they'll, they'll tell you all that. You cannot, you'll like can push it in its brain. 
because its head isn't because it can't have a fully formed skull because how is it going to get through yeah. a vagina? I mean, the woman has to have a really big pussy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so because but I'm more worried about the shoulders than the head. Got it. The shoulders. Okay. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Well, I I Does think that feel fair. To yes, I think. Um, I have questions for you. Yes, I think. Um, you know, she. It all depends too how the baby. You know, is it breached? What which ways it's coming out? Like uh -huh. who knows? I mean, sometimes Jazz was this close to like having to get a C-section anyway because my second daughter was like upside down. Yeah. So like you'll just see. Maybe like, she should stop soul cycling. Yeah. 20 minutes before giving birth. Yeah, she's fucking on the, the spin kid. bike all day. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to her vagina. Yeah, my kid's head looks like a bike seat. <laughs> Got a triangle head. <laughs> it is amazing how much she exercised through and after. It's she, she put off the baby weight. She, like, you know, for her, like, it was gone, like, very quickly. I mean, she's, you know. You're the enemy, an enemy to women. Yes. An en yes. Enemy to all women. Yes. She, um... And then, you know, I put on, I got like really heavy with when she didn't, I gained like That's 40 pounds. It was like, it was literally, I couldn't even stop it. I wasn't even like, I was eating more, I'm sure. But like, I, it was like nature was putting weight Dad bod. on me because I think that there is something, I don't know if it's scientifically proven or not. There is something where it's like, we're in this together, even though I'm not going through literally, I'm going through literally nothing. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, you're going through all the pain and everything. But I think nature is like, well, at least... Let's make him fat again so he's not as kind of um, presentable to other women so he'll stay and raise this baby like that. That's right, what, right, sure. Th th and they'll say, yeah. like, you'll notice your baby, like my daughters, for the f both of them, for the first week looked exactly like my dad. Like just so they, you don't kill them. Yeah. Like my literally my beautiful daughters look like a man who's known as Tampa Tony. So it wasn't great <laughs> when they were born. But Did I, you give birth in L.A.? Because that's when they transitioned two yeah, days. in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I'm happy to <laughs> finally know that you're pregnant. Because I was like I, this whole time I thought Whitney was trans. And, and, <laughs> well, men can get pregnant. <laughs> true, oh, true, true, true. And, wow. And so and yes. And so but <laughs> but I think that's also from nature is the baby a lot of times looks like the father because nature has all these built in yep. things mm -hmm. that are like, do not leave. Don't leave the baby, especially in these first couple of weeks. So it's like because you'll think a man will think, is that even my kid? And yep. they'll make it. Nature has these things where it's like most times it looks like the dad and you're like right away. And then it changes once it can like around a year. right? Like my daughter, like I have my 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 toe next to my big toe is crossed over like this, like just a disgusting, like witched web foot. And so the toes, when my daughter was born, her toes were crossed over as if to say nature was like, that is your baby. Like, wow. look, cause they're not crossed over anymore. Imagine so, how dumb we used to be that mm -hmm. we'd be confused or how many partners a woman used to have. Oh yeah. You, well, know? you didn't know. Or, or like it used to be like back in the day, like if you, you know, some of the pregnancy symptoms you were going through, they were like, I'm going to burn you I'm going to burn you at the stake because your hair started to fall out because you're pregnant because right. it's a hormonal imbalance. But they're like, your hair's falling out. Right. You must have cheated on your husband. Burn you. Yeah. But also, um, uh, who was it? Maybe Dr. Drew is saying that, because uh, I was like, what's up with being horny when you're pregnant? Wouldn't you not yeah. want to have sex or infection? It doesn't make any sense. And he's like, oh, it's so that you bond with the father and yes. have someone around and start. Well, you got to understand too, like, again, I'm only knowing this as a father, like Jasmine went through it all. But like one thing I learned from going through this twice is like, your entire body right now for the next nine months, mm -hmm. it is solely 1000% yeah. only trying to keep the baby alive. It only cares about you yep. because you're keeping that baby alive. So you'll lose hair, you'll get cold, your fingers and uh, 
you don't need your fingers and your and your yeah. toes. So that's why you'll get coldness in the extremities or your arms or legs will get cold because it's yeah. like blood flow to the baby. If something happened to you right now, like your heart rate started to go low, they would pump everything to that fucking baby. We're supposed to die in childbirth. Nature prefers it. Yes. Like the, the baby wants to take it. I mean, they strip uh, cells from your brain. And if yep. you don't, and this is the thing because a lot of people are getting surrogates now. And I'm like, oh, but what if they don't eat healthy or what if and right. they're, and doctors are like, it doesn't matter. Right. Because if they eat McDonald's every day, the baby will just take the nutrients from the bones That's and it. then the mom will get osteoporosis. Dude, like, look at, you You, you can have AIDS and your baby won't get AIDS. <laughs> you know? Because your, your body's just like, I'm not going to give this baby AIDS. If this if this bitch wants to get well, AIDS, give her AIDS. Think about it. Our life expectancy used to be 25, 30. Right. So it's like if you're a, a woman getting pregnant, you, you're you disposable. Yeah, you're disposable. And, it, and it's one of those things where... You know, you're what? into it's true. <laughs> and you guys can have kids till you're 85. Yeah, I mean, this is seriously. a nightmare. Well, I mean, our reproductive system is designed to spread, and your reproductive system is designed to catch. So every the way the vagina and is curved is to gravity kits the sperm in. And the way mine well, I have a well, curved yours, cock too. I thought yours is to scoop out the semen of the competitor. Right. That uh, well the I, ridge. I guess it is. <laughs> I guess it could be, yeah, but my, but I'm the seed, you know, seed spreader, and you're the seed catcher. I love my favorite thing about Chris is I'm always surprised at how smart you are, <laughs> and then you're undermined by like one word every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll just, yeah, I do that too. I get got yeah. by like one, like seed brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like I was, I was, I was like almost like giving like a borderline dissertation to like my friends and family about like the. The ancient Greeks and I was and and I I had all the right facts and I was saying all the right things but I was calling I was calling Plato Pluto <laughs> for like I was like you know Pluto said Pluto said in the democracy and then they were just listening to me and then Jasmine was like you know it's Plato you keep saying Pluto you imbecile but it's like, that's the one thing everybody else knows but the one thing you don't know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I could do everything else but it's, not because I hate it when you're like no I'm smarter than you. <laughs> Yeah. I know this shit. I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not preoccupied in the weeds yeah, yeah, yeah. with how it's pronounced. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the other shit. But um, yeah. Look at you. Look at your nipples hard now. My That's the baby. <laughs> is that what it is? Probably. One's usually hard and one's not hard. Your and body is they're also just. also pitch black. Pit, yeah. Oh, black you have black nipples? Night. Black is not. Well, they, they get really dark really fast. Okay. And they you didn't paint them black. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going black face breasts. It's amazing to just see like all the stuff that starts happening. Right. Like that's so that the baby can find the nipple. Yeah. Also, one thing you'll notice too, when the baby is born, I, I couldn't believe both my daughters did this. You know, they when they're born, it's like they can't even see. Like yeah. they were, they were they were they were like amphibious yes. when they're first born. It's like this, this, this thing was living underwater. And now Crazy. it's breathed oxygen for the first time. Can't see, doesn't know anything Crazy. that's going on. And they immediately put the baby on the mother, on the chest, on the, uh, the the chest of the mother. And my both my daughters instinctively just went down, mm -hmm. found the nipple, and started knowing that's exactly where the milk is. Wow. So what happens is, I think what I've noticed, what I believe in, like a more like oneness and higher power, whatever that is. I'm not saying it's God. It's whatever you want it to be. But something. L. Ron Hubbard. Yes, L. Ron Hubbard, because. Because I think that, you know, this child, when I saw like what nature did instinctively, I'm like, this can't have been created in a lab. Yeah. Like, I'm not a simulation. Like, I mean, or if it is, it's so far advanced. That, like, we never know anyway, no matter what Elon Musk said. I'm like, how this is like a spiritual thing where I'm like, how does this child know how to do everything? And then the body, you're like you said, the hair falling out. 
um, um, you know, the, 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 the different hormonal imbalances you have, like you have no control of your body right now. It's also really wild. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt that, but, um, also your body will tell you what you need in this crazy way. Like, right. like you'll wake up and be like, I need to eat 36 strawberries. Yeah. I don't know what needs. Maybe I'm making toenails. I'm making eyelashes. Exactly. The next day, no strawberries nauseating. Yeah. Need just a giant steak. That's what it is. It's so wild when you're like, I'm just a zombie. Yeah. And I can't even articulate it. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what sense that is. Right. It's hunger, but it's also like. Yeah. It's so um, advanced. Right. And you did it right. Like you, you know, you had a successful career. You know, you didn't get canceled yet, but hopefully that's happening. I, have I not? I, Actually, I guess you have. I guess in right? a way we all have in yeah, some small, right? in some, some bigger than others. I got canceled like the OG way. Like yes. my sitcom got canceled yeah, immediately. publicly. Yeah. Like everyone was happy. Yeah. And when I had the show come out, people were so mean to me about it. I got like the old yeah. school right. shit. It was not about a word I said. It was about like. We don't, yeah. we're mad at you. Yes. Yeah. It was like, fuck <laughs> you that didn't lady. say the N word. You weren't in blackface. Yeah. Like you didn't say anything. Yeah. Trans wasn't even a thing. Right. I had an episode where Natasha Legere came on the show and she played a trans person. <laughs> no one cares. No one gives a shit. Yeah. They were just like, we don't like that you're successful. But now mom. you have your success and now you're kind of going into this phase of life where like being a mom or being a parent, it's like, you're going to find, I feel like that your life before this was amazing and beautiful, but now you have like a true purpose because everything that you did now matters so much more. I'm not saying people that don't have kids, like they, they don't have purpose, but I know the ones of us who do have kids, like we for sure know, like my, I know what my purpose is. It's like, I'm a father first mm. and like, it's about my children and then everything else is secondary. And it takes the sting off the, of our business with how much regret we go through Rejection. and how much failure and rejection it's like oh, it's so it doesn't any mean, rejection it's like oh i'm not gonna get that gig where i go to new york for three months cool i get to spend more time exactly my it's like it doesn't matter like i'm not competing with anybody because i'm like i just care about my children so it's like it saves you where i'm like i don't i'm not looking at what other people are doing i'm happy i'm only nothing but happy for them because yeah. i'm like i just care about my kids my yeah. kids are happy and healthy so it's a beautiful thing for the people who say like, you can't, I can't have a kid right now or my career comes first. They're not understanding that the kid is going to save you. I That's huge. Like, it's interesting. I remember Donald Glover, uh, you know, was uh, very successful. I mean, this, I'm, this was right. maybe like five years ago. He's super successful. He's on community. He's doing stand up. Right. He's a rapper. He's childish Gambino. And then all of a sudden, someone sends me a video of him on Fallon singing Redbone shirtless. Like I thought it was, <laughs> I, I thought it was Marvin Gaye. I just heard it. And then I was like, yeah. That's Donald Glover. And I texted him. I was like, yo, like, no offense, but like, what happened? Right. And he went, I had a kid. Yep. There you go. Like, it just, you hit a new gear creatively. Yeah. You see the world differently. You all yeah. of a sudden aren't. And I mean, for me, I have to be honest, like, this was not like, I always wanted to get pregnant at 40. I was like, let me have kids at 40 and 42. Let me break all the ancestral cycles. Let me make okay. sure I've healed all my invisible wounds. My nightmare would be to project or recreate what was done to me, to a child. Yeah, you're like, I want to I want to give my kid a high chance of being legally retarded. So I'm going to, the older I get, I want to I want to increase the Down syndrome odds. So you're like, okay. <laughs> however, old sperm is the thing that is the most linked to autism That's what at they the say. moment. Yeah, yeah. My sperm, young. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Buy Optimizers. Oh, bap, bap, bap. Hey, y'all. I don't know if you've been um, witnessing my under eye bags for the past 20 years, but she's had giant eye bags under her eyes chronically for the past 20 years due to insomnia. Dude, I had insomnia before it was cool. Okay, I had insomnia before TikTok, before the ability to aimlessly scroll for hours. I used to pace around my house 
toss and turn in my bed like Juliet Lewis in that Melissa Etheridge video. I was basically like Brittany Murphy and Girl Interrupted, only I had more chicken carcasses under my bed. I did. I used to sleepwalk. That was bad. I would wake up. I'd look in the mirror and thought I'd been murdered, but I was really just covered in barbecue sauce. This is all true. Okay. I'll save that story for my one woman show. The point is nothing is more important than sleep. Okay. I'm telling you and take this from me. I know men, you guys listen when the men say it. I'm the one that's actually had insomnia. Okay. Men, they sleep like babies. Okay. And the major game changer for me has been magnesium. Ever since I started adding magnesium breakthrough to my nightly routine, I've been able to quiet my mind. And you guys know how wild this mind is. I tame it. I get the best sleep of my life. I wake up. Now that I'm taking this magnesium supplement, I wake up in the same place I fell asleep. What? Whiskey used to be the only thing that could do that. I literally never wake up in my car anymore. Once I started taking magnesium breakthrough, my sleep completely changed. Now I have no problem falling asleep, waking up refreshed, and feeling energized. Unlike other magnesium supplements that might be giving you one to two forms of magnesium, magnesium breakthrough contains all seven forms of magnesium designed to help calm your mind and help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Over 75% of the population is magnesium deficient. Yeah. Those weirdos with the big oversized mugs that say like, don't talk to me before I'd have my coffee. That's not normal <laughs> that we're doing this, okay? And what most people don't even know is that even if they're taking a magnesium supplement, they're still deficient because they're not getting all seven forms. Magnesium breakthrough is the ultimate way to give your body all seven forms in one supplement. I don't know why I'm holding it that way. In addition to experiencing relaxed sleep, magnesium breakthrough also helps improve digestion. This is so true. Supports muscle recovery and support healthy bone density. Most magnesium supplements are proven to be ineffective because they only contain one to two forms of magnesium. Who has time for that? This has all seven. I said it. Did you hear it? Don't miss out on the most relaxing sleep ever with Magnesium Breakthrough for an exclusive offer for my listeners. Just go to magbreakthrough.com slash Whitney. Use promo code Whitney during checkout to save 10%. Magbreakthrough.com slash Whitney. Code Whitney for 10% off. Hi, optimizers. Thank you. My under eye bags are gone. Look at that. Do you see? I mean, I look younger than my baby. Well, I mean, they call a female at 35 a geriatric pregnancy. Right. Did you have to get that amniostentesis thing where they stick that long ass needle through and they're going to have to do that and test your I baby's uh, DNA? I think um, that's like a like a Brooklyn thing. Right. Uh, they stopped doing that out here like <laughs> yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have someone come in after fixing the carburetor yeah. and jam a giant <laughs> yeah. fucking steak knife into your stomach anymore. No, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, they're like, hey, look, we just got to test. Like a doctor in Brooklyn right now is like, I got to test to see if the kid's retarded. <laughs> so uh, you want to have it or no? They don't take a car antenna yeah. anymore and just stab your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. That is like, that's just yeah. like, no, can you get it and give me an abortion that's legal, please? Yeah. No, too, but that was the test to see if a baby was retarded in utero. Um, but they kind of don't do it anymore. They don't do it anymore. Yeah. I guess because they would, they would, that's how crazy, like literally like within the last 15 years, they would do that. And then if yeah. your child had some type of disability, they're mm -hmm. like, do you want to get rid of this? How and they're like, they didn't have it. And we just gave it one by yeah. poking it in the fucking brain that doesn't have a skull. And this is something, by the way, that's kind of funny that moms do. Um, I mean, it's horrifying, but uh, 
Like I know some someone that lost one of two twins that way because it, it can burst the amniotic sac. Sure. Like it comes with a lot yeah. of risks. And yeah. when you're pregnant, women will come up to you and tell you all the horrible ways your of child course. can die. Yeah, but I th I know. I'm on Jasmine will tell you too. Like yeah. Jasmine, we went through a lot. And, you know, but, but, um, like stuff in utero, stuff in utero, lost a couple of kids. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's just like part of yeah. life, you know, but yeah. it's all, it, it is true. Like all that shit mm. just makes you stronger and you control what you can control. You got good prenatal care you're doing what you got to do. But I got to say like, uh, you know, yes, I was waiting and I had frozen eggs and I always knew I was going to do it. I think I was always, you know, I rescue dogs. I always, I did always think like, oh, I should adopt. Yeah, sure. You know, like having your own kids, like, yeah. like buying a dog from a breeder. You know, right. I was like, but also as soon as I lost, my mom died, my dad died, this kind of biological urge comes up. You're I kind killed of, them. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it sooner? Yeah, um, just with a sniper yeah. rifle. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why you check if your baby's retarded yeah. in the South. Um, and uh, I guess I just like the relief of the sort of, um, extricating from the narcissism of just yes. yourself. Like, yes. I, it's like, I mean, I don't think it's just what we do for a living, but just right. getting like, don't you guys get sick of yourselves? Like, sure. I, you know, I just was like so sick of myself. I just want to love something so badly. And I think I was doing it with like, you know, rescuing comics and men and dogs and yeah. horses. And you're just like, no, that's yeah. so obvious. You the idiot. selflessness that comes with parenting is something that I think only parents can understand. And I think that you know, because it's it's like one of those things where they're the only it's the only person in your life now that you didn't choose. This is chosen for you. This Whoa. soul is chosen for you. So you don't you don't know why. But this this baby is like now every other person in your life you chose, whether you think it or not, you chose Interesting. them. Not this one. This is the only one in the world chosen for you. So it becomes this thing where I'm like, well, that must mean something higher and deeper than I can understand. So this has to be my life now because this was given to me by the universe. I I don't, I can't explain it. I can't articulate it. I have. Is that what Jazzy makes you call her now? Well, the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, she's, um, she's at times like when I like, she's like, she's like, you're at times she's like, you know, like when I try to, you know, like focus on the kids and talk like this, she's like, you know, I'm happy that you're so into this, but like, are you gay? He's <laughs> like, aren't you like just a gay man? Cause that's okay too. I love her. She's <laughs> like, you gave me two children, fag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was funny when she, when you texted me about your baby shower, you were like, hey, uh, hey Jazz, um, you know, like you were texting me and you were like, Jazz, don't worry. Like this is Whitney, I'm like a few months pregnant. And I told that to Jazz and Jazz was like, like that will stop you. <laughs> You know that you would still go after a pregnant bitch. You nasty. That's even better because yeah. yeah, you know she can't get pregnant. Yeah, and then she like, I didn't even say that. Like she said that, and then she like yelled at me and like wouldn't talk to me for an hour, and then came back and she's like, "Baby, you want eggs? <laughs> what do you want? What? Okay, so really quick, we joke, but is I like asking men about the vagina thing instead of because yeah. usually when I ask guys, they're like, the vagina is it's the same. She thinks right. it's super different, but like, right. yeah, you know. It is. It is the same. It goes it, back. It goes back. It totally went back. I mean, because literally, I mean, she, you know, she has three kids and I mean, she does all, the Kegel. I bet she knows all the stuff to do because she's exercising. Exercise. I mean, and my kids have huge heads. Like, <laughs> I mean, they, I'm telling you, they ripped through that thing. And it was um, all back. You know, were she, you in the room? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the room. What's the number one thing that you wish someone had told you? Um. Okay. The one thing that I think what I, they didn't, they did tell me, but I forgot is do not look down. 
as the man. This is just from the man's point of view. Do not look down. As the baby As exits. the baby's coming out because it's one of those things There's where you have to understand you're pushing. So it's like There's poo -poo. everything is there. Blood, fluid. So do not look down because it's not even like, oh, then she's going to be unattractive to you. For me, that didn't happen. It's like you get more. It's the mother of my child. So yeah. it's like a deeper connection where it's like the most attractive she could be for me is yeah, like right there. She almost died for you. Yeah. But it's like, for me, it's like, I, I look at that stuff and I'm like, I, what you're shit and piss all over my baby's head, you know? And I'm like, what? I'm she like, on her knees? Yeah, well, no, I, I guess it. Yeah, I guess. Well, like, no, it's just as it's coming out, it's just it's just a fountain of fluid, and 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 I, and it was all over my shoes. Don't as a <laughs> don't wear the Air Force as ones. a father. Yeah, don't wear your new shit. Don't wear your new joints. Wear your taking out the trash shoes. Wear those or go full barefoot, like just and have a hose ready. Um, but I think I think um, it's all over the floor. It, 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 um, yes. What one? So it's it's interesting because you know, listen. The thing is too. Anything like you, you're you're everything's going to be fine, but there's a lot of I wouldn't have a lot of people. I'm not. In, I'm no nope, good. Don't yeah, you worry because some people. You know, we I don't have any friends. We know this. I know, yeah. No family. Yeah. No friends. Tim Dillon's going to be in I the think corner. I was going to say. I think my agent might be coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> Tim yeah. will be live streaming yeah, from Patreon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, not good. <laughs> this is not good. And, and, so, and so, so, um, um, so I think because you know, like with my the youngest one, Violet, everything you know, it was like my second baby. That it was all fun before the 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 OBGYN great lady. She's like, you know, Chris, you'll cut the cord. It it'll be amazing. And we're put Jazz got um, an epidural for that one. So she's actually like, it was an chilling, easier push. Yeah. She's chilling. Everything's good. And then. The baby, and then she's like, you know, uh, 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 you could see like the doctor's face start to change a little uh. bit when they're going through it. And then she said to her, she said, Jazz, honey, you need to push right now. You have to give it all you got because she's like, uh, she was just honest. She was like, so because she's like that the cord is wrapped around the baby's neck. So you have to push. And then it became like so tense where Jazz had to like go and like. Your baby realized Chris is its dad and it's hanging itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. When my first kid came out, Delilah just came out. She's like, oh, look, I got a white daddy. <laughs> she was like, lottery. <laughs> Yay. Uh, where my, my daddy's on Netflix. Yeah, where Violet didn't know because, you know, I had a mask on. It was the pandemic. She's like, is that motherfucker white? He's, oh, no. <laughs> I, I can't tell. Based on his hair, he's Persian. Yes. Yeah, they, he looked like a big lesbian. No, <laughs> do you think that had something to do with the no epidural and epidural? Because do you uh, think she couldn't feel it? I don't think so. I think that it's just fate. It's just okay. like nature. And then you know the baby. It turned into it's going to be this happy moment. Cut the cord or whatever to like get that baby out. Wasn't you know it was like purple. Violet was like purple. That's why we named her Violet. Is it? Yeah, hey, honey, where did my name come from? You were asphyxiated as a baby, so we just thought it makes sense. But just immediately grabbed her. The nurse grabbed the baby, by, grabbed my daughter by the foot and like rushed her over to a thing. And like then we heard cries and everything was fine. I mean, she had like a big bruise on her face for a while. And I've seen, okay. It was like still to, I, you know, this happened two and a half years ago. And my daughter's fine. But like Jazz is so protective of the little one because of that moment. Like, this maternal instinct that she's told me. She's like, I'm never going to be able to let that go from her. Like I locked birth into trauma. her. Like yeah. birth trauma. She had it with her. She was like birth trauma for, for life. I cannot, like she's much more kind of lax with the other ones. Like, you know, attentive to them, but like yeah. not on top of every move where this one, she's like, oh my God, oh my God. So, you know, I think like advice is like, just have it be you and your partner. Like it's like your moment. Like my first baby, 
I didn't realize that. And like, I, you know, I, we have Jasmine, like spread Eagle, like, you know, my mom was there. So it's obviously making her a little bit uncomfortable. Not even her own mom was there. My mom was there. And Mm -mm. then my dad, my fucking dad, but literally the baby is like crowning my dad. I swear to Christ, my dad, Tampa Tony walks in (laughs) just through the door. He goes, we having a baby. Is it a boy or a girl? And I was like, we had a gender reveal. You know, it's a girl. He goes, I didn't know if things could change. And then, (laughs) and then Jasmine goes, Jasmine goes, she goes, she goes, because she, she was just like in the, she was like, Tony, please, like you have to get out, please. I'm like screaming back. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He goes, Chris, he goes, let me know when the baby's born. He goes, by the way, Yankees got fucking rocked last night. <laughs> he goes, Samantha, you gave up two homers. Why don't we give this guy a hundred mil? All right, I'll be in the waiting room. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, and, and then, Why do I feel like he was punching a vending machine yeah. trying to get out a Butterfinger? I, I know. And then I go in, I go out there, you know, whatever. 20 minutes later, he's like, what, how'd we do? I'm like, you know, it's a baby girl. He's like, ah, she got rocked. rocked. I know he goes, he goes, so it ain't a boy, huh? I was like, how many times do we have to tell you it's a girl? And he goes, that's all right. They could, she could still play sports. I was like, yeah. Well, isn't there, I, maybe I'm generalizing too much. I feel like all my most masculine guy friends have daughters. Well, I, Is there something even even more than that? I feel like I was shocked when you told me that you were having a boy because I was like, everybody I know is having girls and everybody I've known for the past few years. I'm like, everybody's having girls like really girls. So many girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I think bro, like like Rogan, Jocko Willick, like the big like yeah. I feel like Pat, like I feel like man, man, men girls. get girls. Is there something primordial about like, oh, you're the you can protect her. I, don't I know. think, well, the three guys you just met, we're all firmly in the closet. So I think all the <laughs> pushing down of our homosexuality, which is raging, that it just turned our sperm you gay. You just want so badly to shop in that Target yeah, yeah. tutu section. Yeah, yeah. It's why it's like it's I, I just always wonder if there's some connection between a lot of testosterone. I, was, I, it I could Listen, I think it could be. I'm sure like cutting edge science can tell you like. This type of guy, because obviously we know now, you know, that we just the male just yeah. determines the sex. I'm sure that there is something, but I, I all I know is like, yeah, every time Jazz got pregnant, I was like, I know that that's a girl. I know that it's it, so weird. I, and then when I, it's so interesting that you were because every time uh, someone I told someone I had a boy, they were like, I knew it. You're right. such a girl, a boy mom, boy right. mom. Yeah. Yeah, see, the thing, you know, I have two daughters, but they're still circumcised. I circumcised the balls of them just because my father really wanted a boy. (laughs) Yo, dude. Busy fall season, already in swing. Are you looking for wholesome, convenient meals for your jam-packed days? I am. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up with fast and delicious, chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time. You'll eat well. You'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook or flat out don't want to because you're, you know, it's too tempting to put your head in the oven when you do, <laughs> but also want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store. Skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning and the while still getting delicious flavor and nutritional quality that you need. Factors, fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So you have all you have to do is eat and enjoy, then get back to crushing them goals. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from 34 plus weekly flavor, packed, fresh, 
Never frozen meals ready to eat in two minutes. Level up with gourmet plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Looking for calorie conscious options during the busy season? Try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. I'm obsessed with Factor. When I tell you I eat one of these a day, I'm not exaggerating, in some capacity. Their breakfast is my new obsession. Okay. In being pregnant, I wake up starving to death because this tiny little vampire is eating my bone marrow from the inside. I love that there's, they have apple cinnamon pancakes that are bonkers, bacon and cheddar, those little egg bites, delicious. Then um, potato, bacon, egg, breakfast. It's like a skillet thing. Put some hot sauce on there. You're ready to go. They also do a, smoothies, cold pressed juices, shakes, you name it. The factor, you can rest assured you're making. Sorry about my burping. I'm burping up a factor smoothie, frankly. You're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for all our production sites and office. They're, I just said our because now I, I've decided I, the company and I work together. They have not invited me to work with them. So I'm going to say their production sites and offices, they feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. No angry orcas. Not on factors. Watch. Head to factormeals.com slash Whitney5050 and use code Whitney50 to get 50, 50% off. That's crazy. Code Whitney5050 at factormeals.com slash Whitney50 to get 50% off. How soon can you have sex after? We, Jasmine and I had sex, I want to say Six weeks. Okay. Because, you know, stitches and all that, you know, you just can't. I want to say it was roughly yeah. about, roughly about six. I mean, blowjobs galore, but, you know, <laughs> no, I would say six weeks. I think the doctors tell you six weeks. You know what's crazy? What? My first daughter, this is, I love that, like, if she hears this, like, you know, 15 years ago. Do you think like, about that? Disgusting. Do you think about that stuff? I do, but I'll like, take it all down. I, I don't. I always, YouTube will be gone. Uh, it truly. It will be like I, a library. Like yeah, it will. Dude, be, this will be like a like a Encyclopedia yeah. Britannica. Yeah. What am I? What are me and my kids going to hear this in the Chinese prison camps? Yeah, yeah. It's like no, <laughs> and 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 so and so so I I do th sometimes I'm like you know talk, but I, I, we're open with our kids about like especially like what I do like the older ones like we're like I talk about you guys for a living protect the innocent I'm not going to ever talk about like intricate moments in their life but like. Things with Jazz and I will talk about like being a parent. So when she was pregnant, my older one, she was like four days late, right? And the 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 doula, we had a doula for for that one, you know, like Jewish fucking midwife, like extraordinaire, like this lady just like cultivates, like can just get the babies out. She was like, one trick is, and this has been around for centuries. She goes, if you want to get your, if you want to have this baby, she goes, what you're going to have to do? She said to Jazz, she goes, you're going to have to swallow semen. When you swallow semen, there's how much did you pay the doula to? That's what I said. I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, my, Sarah, my girl. <laughs> and you know, blowjobs prevent birth defects. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so, and so, she was like, I can't believe that. Like, no way, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm sick to my, you know, like I'm feel nauseous all the time and whatever. And then she's like walking around pacing and I'm just sitting there. And then I, I'm just sitting there on the couch, you know? And she's just like pacing, like, you know, like doing those breathing. And then I just slowly start unzipping it. <laughs> and, then, and then you just come in her face. Yeah, yeah. And then finally she was like, she was like, give it to me. And then, and then, and then she just did it and it was fucking quick. And it, and I swear to God, it happened. I, I, she will admit to this. She would, unfortunately, she would admit. 
about an hour later, fucking water <laughs> burst. We had, my daughter was born like within three hours, born just a full load, just swallowed it and then bang. <laughs> so if you find yourself in that position, you know, we're available. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be me and Tim Dillon in the waiting room, like, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just hold up like a picture of his podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Who? Because that must be the body's way of going. Like we're ready for another one. Something in the properties Round of two, it. Yeah, it's yeah. time. Yeah, and it's like it's crazy how like you know. Uh, like you'll when and when the baby comes, like I can't explain it. Like you're gonna obviously have like even if you have a nanny and all that, and 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 you know you'll have like these sleepless nights at times. But then, yes, the next morning you're tired and exhausted. But like if I told you, if you told me, hey, your baby's not gonna sleep or they're gonna sleep, you know, they're gonna wake up every two hours. There's no way you'll be able to function the next day. And like somehow you're able to function. Like somehow nature gives you like these surges of energy to be like. Yeah, get, like even even all the hormones in your body. Once you after you get birth, you have like diuretics in your body, you have yeah. like natural fat burning chemicals in your body because your body is like let's get let's let this this yeah. the the only re you're having been having periods every month for your whole life since you were seven. I don't know, <laughs> uh, you know, knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, I don't so, even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you mean, you know, I don't find, I feel like you hit puberty early. You were like six, eight, you know, like just walking around third grade. Yeah. <laughs> it's so big. It's so big. I have Oscar Schlatter's in my knees. Like yeah. all my fucking yeah. So, so like your body every month has been like preparing for it and it's not happening, not happening. And now it happens. So it's like your body's like, oh shit, this is what we de we're designed to do. So it wants it again. But that whole like sleeping eight hours thing or like that's what I had nothing to live for. Right. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? It's right. like the idea of like getting up. Like I'm already sleeping in these like intermittent, like your right. body already starts preparing. It looks like you have to get up and pee so much. You're like right. getting up every three hours. And I'm not like, oh, and I'm like, okay, this is good. This right. is like I'm learning to sleep in three hour increments. Right. You, you'll also notice too, like at least something with me, like I realize I only have a finite amount of energy yeah. each day. So I'm not, I'm not going to spend it on like, like my boys uh, group chat will be like, you know, my boys who don't have kids, like, They'll be talking about like, did you see what this guy did or that? And it's like, I don't, I don't look at any of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I'll comment on stuff here and there, but it's like, I got to spend, and it's all like, so, like right now, my kids are on the other side of the country, but I'm still like, I'm going to, I got to keep energy and keep it up because like when we need to FaceTime later or yeah. they need to ask me anything, it's like, it's all subconscious. I'm like, my energy's for them. Like my whole purpose is for them. So it's like you start to really say no to a lot of things. Yeah, like, uh, already. Already. Ta it's the and best. time becomes more valuable than money. Like. Interesting, because it also things I'm so grateful for the clarity that has come. Like, I used to have such bad decision fatigue. Right. People are like, oh, do you want to do, you know, I don't know, family feud yeah, for whatever, this charity, yeah. fake charity. And with this, da, 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 and you're just like, I guess I should do that. Because what if the, and then all the shit, the machinations yeah. of like, I might get a TikTok clip out of it. And it's not yeah. a lot. And I'll, and I'll move. And then you're just like, no, no, it feels I, so good. Yeah. Now just I'm just know. like, OK, like you want me to go away for X amount of time. And, and I'm like the opportunity, the cost of that to me is too much. If it's like yeah. more than like a month away and like, mm -mm. you want me to go, it's like, 
all I'm going to do is miss time with my kids. It's not, there's no money that's worth it. So I'd rather make less money and have more time with them. Like money is not a distinguishing factor. Jazzy's like, um, this is why she thinks you're gay. I know. She's like, yeah. what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I had to, I had to just pay like, you know, a good amount of money for her to get her tits out. She wanted her bare implants removed. I was like, I'm not paying for that. Was she, did she press? <laughs> 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 no. Bitch, you can, you can use your calisthenics money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> no, she was saying because she was saying like, you know, having daughters, she wanted to get them removed because she was like, you know, I feel like I literally have a foreign object in my body, which I do. Mm. It makes me crazy. She she was saying it makes me feel unsettled. She was like, and I don't want our daughter. She was like, no disrespect to any woman who wants to get plastic surgery. She said, but me being their role model, I don't want them to think they have to alter their body. They to feel serve beautiful. their purpose. Exactly. I got Chris to step She was like, yeah, dude, I got the guy from God Code. <laughs> I was going... I I was going for Andrew Schultz, but I fucking aimed I on this the piece of shit. Guy. Yeah. But wait, so was she able to breastfeed with implants? So that's that was a big thing for her yeah. because she got implants. They didn't, you know, whatever, do it properly, whatever. And sometimes they'll cut through. Exactly. Milk she couldn't. They she, just assume when you get breast implants, you're like, you should never be a mother. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. So they so she couldn't. And that was a big thing. Like it upset her. To, yeah. Even though, obviously, of course, our babies were fed formula with all that. Because she couldn't do it, yeah. it destroyed her. For so she was like, "I'm, I, I'm not, I'm getting these out, and I'm, and I'm moving on." And I was like, um, "All right, well, like, let's keep him in a freezer or something." <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You want to get him all the way? At least let's just take one out. See how you feel. There's <laughs> a lot of hormones yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, I need them titties. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I have, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, fix the formula. Yeah, the yeah. formula's so good now. Yeah, it's good now, and I think that not everybody. There's, there's women, you know, who she knew who got implants who. There was no problems. Interesting. So it's just, but I think like, again, being a mom, like you just start to like reevaluate, you know, yeah, everything, your priorities, everything. And your priorities and you're like, you know, what can I control? What can I control? Like, yes, we're all connected and I want the world to be a better place and, and all that. But I have, my job is, is these kids and mm -hmm. my, my immediate family. So I can't let something that's like, really, I can't change at all. Like, sometimes I feel like people that are like, getting involved in every cause it is a bit of narcissism where it's like you just don't have a purpose like yeah. you, I, I still get we still get involved because i think something happening on the other side of the world can affect me and my family because we're all one but it's like sometimes when i see people going crazy i'm mm -hmm. like you think you're like being selfless but it's actually selfish this is all about you yeah you have you to know? find some reason to exist yeah, or some reason you have for no your... purpose yeah and it's tricky because there are those people who are like having kids is irresponsible right now there's gonna be uh, no water not... and you're like uh, well, look good. Now I can't draw yeah, my kid. You know what? Look at my, yeah, my tits will make the water. Yeah, it's, it's just, fine. But it's also like, yeah, I, 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 I see you. I, and look, if kids aren't for you, that's totally fine. I was that I person. I think if you don't think you want them, please don't have, don't have them. them. I agree. But just don't be so arrogant that you don't think yeah. your mind is going to change as you get older and you lose family right. members and you right. start being less high on your supply right. of whatever success bullshit. <laughs> Oh gosh, you guys, I want to talk to you about Shopify. A little while ago, I had this idea that I wanted to sell t-shirts and sweatshirts with horses on them because I'm an American hero. And that's what people like me do because I have dreams and my dreams are for you all to look like you only shop at fancy gas stations. But I had no idea where to get started. I don't know how to start a business. I don't know how to sell stuff. That's why I am so glad I found Shopify. And by finding, I mean, everyone told me you should use Shopify. <laughs> so it's like, look, if you wait too long on a punchline, you're going to kill the joke. You make your customer wait too long for checkout and you're going to lose the sale. Okay? Power your business with the internet's best converting checkout experience. Get Shopify. 
Shopify is so easy to use. I'm I'm inspired to start even more businesses. It's so easy. I'm going to finally get my bumper sticker venture off the ground. And I may even start selling my hot takes for five bucks a piece. <laughs> Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a garage entrepreneur or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. So whether you're selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person POS system or offering organic olive oil on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you're covered. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States. And Shopify is truly a global force powering Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your successes every step of the way. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Whitney, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Whitney to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash Whitney. What is the biggest difference between boy and girl? So I have a 13-year-old stepson and then I have my my two daughters. I, I mean, the big difference is you know, I mean, the big difference is obviously, you know, I don't love my stepson. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Good. That's what makes them yeah, hard. No. Let me ask you, if you I had, had love, a boy, if you had a boy, would you circumcise? Uh, yeah, I believe I would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I actually, yeah, my stepson wasn't circumcised and I went ahead and, and got just it for him. Yeah. I didn't consult his father. No, no, I do love my stepson. My stepson, it, it's great to have boy because what I see, like how, what a protector he is, like, especially my little one, like love he's it. a protect, like natural protection. Him and my eight-year-old argue a lot because a little closer in age, but I know he protects her too. But I think that it is true. Like the, 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 and I don't know what it is, but like my stepson is so close with his mom, like Jasmine, like boy, like you know, mommy's little boy kind of thing. Like it's so close. And I'm so close with my daughters and she is too, but it's like, but her and the daughters are also going to have, like, I'm so glad I had a boy first because I, I don't think I'd be able to take the, first of all, the girl's clothes kind of stresses me out. Right. It's just like, I saw my girlfriend has, is having a girl and the registry just looked like JonBenet Ramsey's evidence list. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, like mini skirts and tutus yeah. and little girl, cowgirl boots yeah. and shit. Like I just, I was like, I, I definitely wanted a boy first just to not project my shit onto them. Right. But there is girls, no girls, games, no game. You yeah. know, you have to manipulate, you have to cajole, you have to see what you can get away with. Oh, yeah. Always, already, like I have, no, I mean, already Jasmine will tell me how much my daughters manipulate me already. And she's like, and you don't understand at all. She's like, you're such an idiot. Like how you don't understand that they're constantly Playing. manipulating yeah. you, constantly manipulating you. Like my daughter, like a couple of months ago, she wanted to, I, she must've asked Jazz to like go on the iPad. Jazz said, no, I, I didn't know I was downstairs. And then she comes down, you know, doesn't even have the iPad. She doesn't even have the iPad at all. It's like in another room. And she just comes and she sits on my lap like what she does, she just sits on my lap and she's like laying on my chest and she hears like my heart beating. She's like, oh, wow, daddy. She's like, your heart's beating so fast. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, you know, cause I love you so much. Every time, you know, I'm, I get happy. She's like, you make me so happy, daddy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, you do too. And then uh, I was like, you, you know, you changed my whole life. And she's like, I love you. She's like, you really are like the best dad. You know what I'd love to do? Google you. <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I want to see more photos more of you. Photos, yeah. And then she goes, and she was like, and she was like, you know, like you're like strong and everything. And I was like, oh, thanks. 
And she, and then she says to me, and then, and then she says to me, and then it was like a, it was like a misdirect. She was like, she's like, you want to go outside? She's like, let's go outside and like play in the playground. She was like, and I was like, love it. Like off the device, let's play in the playground. And then we're like playing on the playground mm -hmm. for like 15 minutes, like loving it, having great time. And then she, I said to her, she, I said to her, I was like, you know what, babe? Cause it started to like drizzle a little bit. I was like, <gasps> I, we go inside. And I was like, I was, she was like, what do you want to do now? And I was like, I was like, you want to like watch something? She's like, I don't know. She's like, why don't you watch? She was like, we already played or whatever. She's like, why don't you watch like a show and I'll watch what I want to watch on the iPad. I was like, great. We had some outside time, whatever. And then next thing you know, she's on the iPad and Jasmine comes down, you know, a few minutes later, she's like, why is Delilah on the iPad? I was like, well, we played outside and you know, I'm watching my own thing. And she was like, I just told her she can't go on the iPad, you know, an hour ago. And now she's on the iPad. And then I was explaining to Jazz what happened. She was like, but she said I was strong. Exactly. <laughs> I, she was like, she came downstairs. You have to understand, Chris. She came downstairs with the full intent of said, I'm going to manipulate this dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to rope him in with bullshit after bullshit. And then I'm going to get that iPad. And then I was like, wow. And it's true where my stepson doesn't do that at all. My stepson would come in and be like, can I watch the iPad? Mom said no. <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, if mom said no, then I can't override. He's like, this fucking family sucks. <laughs> so, so I think there is, you know what's another wild fact about girls? Mm. When my daughter was, both my daughters, when they were in utero, like when they were, when, I think it's like eight weeks, when they were like eight weeks in gestation in Jasmine's belly, they already had all the eggs that they would That's have for wild. their entire life. So Correct. it's like nature is just like right away is like, give them the seeds. That's why I'm kind of like, ugh, like when babies have girl babies have baby dolls. I'm always like, ugh, why are we training them to do this I, off well, the bat? Okay, that I will say. But those, that's, I think that's me projecting. Right, well, they we, love it. Well, yeah, they, because that's the thing is like, I never really told and jazz, we never were like putting dolls in their faces. They mm -hmm. grab it. They like they the dolls. They already do, yeah. They like the dolls and, and my stepson likes trucks. Like he just, I think it's, I think it's just sort of awkward how, innate that is right how within them it is well i also live on staten island so like it's a different <laughs> place like I, the, my homework my like my daughter's homework goes to a catholic school they came home with like a coloring sheet like this is you know a year ago mm. this is in the middle of like everything they come home she comes home with a coloring sheet all girl school and it was uh uh um what men do and what women do and the women the woman says my last four specials yes exactly yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the women and the women the woman she had to, you had to do this coloring activity the woman was in the kitchen putting muffins in an oven and the man had a hammer with a nail against the wall and I was like, hammer to her head <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and i was like wow what a fucking what a world we like you know they, they kind of are like one my men are horrible at making muffins yes we are I'm good at eating them. Let's not pretend, you know, I, I don't know. I think, I don't know. That's like, it's all gotten so extreme. Like, why can't a woman make a fucking muffin? Yeah, well, I asked. And it'd be very nice if a guy would just hang a fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, it's not that I, I can't. I'm just, you I do live it. in a role reversal relationship. Like, I don't know how to fix or do anything. I know how to do nothing that a man knows how to do. The other day, Jasmine was putting up sheetrock, like just putting up <laughs> sheetrock in um the, the guest room, just putting it up. And I walked in, saw that I could do nothing and assist with nothing. So I went in and I made fresh lemonade and I brought in lemonade <laughs> like a 50s housewife. And my girls know, like they're like, if anything needs to be fixed or like when deliveries come, like when guy, they're there, they get the mom, like the delivery guys would be like, where's your father? And she'd be like, you'll be like, uh, I don't know uh, where my father, he's fucking doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's, it's, well, you, need, you need my mom. She's the one that assembles all this stuff. So we live in, and but my point is, even with that, even with role reversal, my daughters are seeing, especially my eight-year-old is seeing a woman who is kind of like in the, you know, traditional male role. My daughter still gravitates towards dolls, gravitates towards being girly, is boy crazy. So crazy. some of this stuff, I think, is like- Hardwired. You get like in a society now, like we get, we want to change all these things. It's like, we're not the human. Something society projects, I agree, but some things is nature. It's mm -hmm. like nature- the, the fact that a woman is like the one giving birth to the baby and yeah. making the baby and then the baby gravitate because you came out of the woman's body. It's like, that's not a patriarchal thing. I didn't no. choose that. The universe chose that. I So it's like, it's not a man's fault if like the woman is the one that the baby's crying out for and the woman's is like, unfortunately, the, where the career has to stop a little bit. It's like, yeah. nature's decided. I didn't decide that. Nature decided that. So it's like, what what, what the fuck do you want me to do? It's also tricky because like, I see so many of my friends that don't want to just surrender to being like moms. Like they still want to like be the CEO and they still want to run all this. And I'm just like, I'm just glad that I'm doing it late at a time where I'm like, I'm going to take a year off. Yeah. And I'm just going to like be a mom. I don't want to look back. And if the kid's fucked, I want to know it was my fault at least. <laughs> right, or, you right. know what I mean? It like, right. I want at least, I, I like doing things really well. And I'm like, I just want to do this well, like yeah, the like, old fashioned way. I was talking to a guy who's having his first kid and he's like, I'm terrified. And I'm like, there's nothing, what it's this, this is freeing you. Like yeah. this is, you're actually, there's nothing to be, because now you, you know exactly what it, you have to do on this earth is like your main, your only job now is to make sure this kid has a good, easy life. Yep. Yes. I need to be happy. So that gets transferred onto my children. So I have to still do what I want to do and go to work. Yeah, and all, yeah, yeah. Of course. But it's like this idea of like the, as long as my children's basic needs are met, because mm -hmm. it doesn't take a lot to have a happy life. People yeah. think you need this and that and no, like you can have an, you can have a very, very happy life. It's I think just, people stop wanting a happy life. People now want a life other people are jealous of. Sure. Yeah. I feel like people stop wanting to be happy. Right. And they started wanting other people to well, like, en envy them or something. Right. I'm like, what are you going for? Right. And and a lot of times, you know, you'll get things, you know, for, for people you don't know to impress people you'll never meet. And it's like comparison is the thief of joy. I don't it, getting off social media was the most radical thing I could have done. Whoa, so someone posts your stuff for you. Yep. I don't have any access to it anymore. And that was all by design because I was like, how much time am I spending here Dude. scrolling, doing this when it's like, I could, those are all moments that I could spend with the children or compare it, comparing even sometimes I would even compare me to me. I would look at me from six months ago Whoa. and be like, oh, I like that guy better. But it's like that guy had a perfectly crafted photo. That was like the ninth pick that I chose to post. And you, your brain makes you Forget that. Yeah. And then you just start to, in the present, start to get like, oh, I, I don't like who I am right now. When it's like, I don't do that at all anymore. I don't know what I look like eight months ago. I have no idea. When was there like a rock bottom for this or like a moment you were like, I'm done? I'm done. Yeah. I was like, I. When I, Jasmine told me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, uh, you know, um, last year on my birthday, I was like, you just turned 38. I felt like it was one of those years where I was like, every year on my birthday, I'd be like, I'm going to be 40 pounds lighter. I'm going to, I'm going to get myself back in shape. I'm going to do any, every birthday was like, I'm, I'm not every birthday was like, I, I, I hated myself on my birthday. And then I was like, last year I was like, you know what I'm going to fucking do? I, I kind of like, it just was like, I was like, I'm going to start fasting. I'm going to start intermittent fasting. And I was like, I, I, I eat 
Like, I can't be the guy that's like, I'm keto. I only eat salads. It would never work for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I can just change my eating window, this will change my life. And I got, I downloaded this app called the Zero Fasting app. I saw Elon Musk had tweeted about it. My guy. (laughs) And, And so I saw he had tweeted about it and I looked into it. And I said, just try this, try this for three months. But I said, and then I, I wasn't thinking about getting off social media yet. All I was thinking about was only eat in an eight hour window, only eat fast for 16 hours and eat in eight. That's all I was doing. Huh. And then I would do that every day. Keep doing it. I, Jasmine was like, you know, very supportive of me. She was like, if, if it was a minute after my, if I was a minute outside my fasting window, she would take the food away in the beginning. She was like, if we're going to do this, you got to do this and be strict. And so I, you know, at that point it was like unbalanced. Cause I was like, I just need to get this habit down. And then without me even really having a whole hearted thought about it, I was like, you know what makes, keeps me sick too mentally social media. I was like, start fasting with social media. And I said to this, my friend, I was like, can you run this? I'll pay you to run it. And he was like, sure. And took it out, took it away from me. And then, because what would always happen like clockwork is I would always get to a certain point, you know, get to a certain level of health and exercise, you know, in the past. And then I would go be subconsciously scrolling on social media and see someone who's jacked, ripped, or start to compare myself to them and be like, I've been working so hard and I don't even have a 10th of what they have. And then it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a decision. Oh, uh, give me a cheeseburger. It's all subconscious. And it slowly then starts to become, I'm what's the point? Why am I even, why bother? So, and then that hasn't happened to me now because there is no comparison. I'm just like, I'm like, you think you're the most in shape person. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'll, I'll beat the shit out of Brendan shop. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like that. Because, and, and, or, or even like with our careers, like I would go mm. do a show in a city and, you know, be happy that I sold out or whatever. Yeah. And then I used, and then, but like, you know, with the algorithms, they would show you like some of one of our other peers is going to be there next week and they have three shows sold out. So yeah. immediately my sellout would feel insignificant to me where now it doesn't because yeah. now I'm like, now my whole mindset has changed where it's like money and ticket sales and all that is just one aspect it's so of true. my life. You can't even celebrate your wins because you're going to have find yeah. someone that's winning harder. And, and I realize now it's like everybody is better or worse. Like we're all, there's so many moving variables yep, to yep. what it, being a human being And someone's being looking is. at you going, ah, oh, he sold out yeah. and I came, ju-. you know what I mean? It's like people are doing that to you also, right. but we're not thinking that doesn't matter. So that's why now I just absolutely, I control what I can control. What I can control is exercising, eating in my fasting window, you know, uh, you know, you still do that. I still do that. Yeah. Oh. That's how I live. You know, getting my writing, to, I control my output, not my outcome. I w- which was reverse. I used to always be about like, if the outcome wasn't what I wanted it to be, it was a failure where now I don't care about the outcome. What am I controlling? What is my output? It's all about my output, not about my outcome. It's like, I can post something, you know, a funny clip from this episode or a funny stand up bit that I believe is funny. And if it wouldn't get the views or the comments, I'd be like, oh, it's a failure. Now yeah. I don't care. Now I'm like, I thought it was funny, so I'm putting it out. Right. And then if the ticket sales come, they come. If they don't, they don't. I, I have no and then control I'm gonna, over it. And I think I'm, I'm kind of also at a place where I'm like, I'm down to attract the fans that I'd want to hang out with. Yes. Also, do you yeah. know, I don't want to trick anybody. No. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, if this didn't hit for everybody, that's totally cool. Yeah. But the people it did hit with, yeah. they're going to come to shows right. and they're my people. Exactly. And you know it's what like, I mean? And it's like, um, but I think that's what having kids is about too, where it's like that kind of got me into that mindset where, okay, so-and-so might have more ticket sales than you or make more money than you, but it's like, but they're not a father. Or even if they are a father, yeah. they're not a father to your kids or like yeah. maybe they're imbalanced in this part of their life as I'm imbalanced in that part of my life. So I real like, 
LeBron James is a billionaire and a better basketball player than us, but we may be better at something yeah. than he is. It's yeah. like, you just, I feel like sometimes us as human beings, I don't know why our minds do this, but like we will take one aspect of a person's existence yep. and make it so big and then make that person a God and say and that weaponize this, it against ourselves. Yeah. And say that this person is fundamentally categorically better than me in every way. And it's like, that's not true. There's a homeless person on the street right now. That's better than you at something. Well, hundred percent. You know? But also it even gets harder when you're like, okay, I sold out two shows. They sold out three shows and they're not as funny as me. Yeah. That also gets tougher, but, you know, but even that, even that's all like with our career specifically, it's like, it's all subjective, right? It's, it's all like, ego. Yeah. It's like the fans who, you know, we may not think somebody is funny and they're selling out all the way. It's like, but their tell their fans don't. But see it's it. like I don't like where my brain goes to have to justify it, right. so that I don't have to deal with. Oh, I guess they're winning harder, and then you have to go. Well, they did da da da, and then yeah. and I'm like, oh, I just had to do something well, judgy and gross. And that's and that's the thing I think with with me with 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 parenting and what you'll find is like, okay, you want to go trade places with you know X this comic this actor this athlete. Yeah. Well, then that what well that will include then is giving up your children giving up your way of life because if you want to trade place with them, you got to go all in. Mm -hmm. It's not possible, but yeah. if you wanted to, it's so I think about that. It's like, there's, we're all like, we all have different things that are good or be better or worse that, you know, in our lives. And I don't kind of, I don't compare, I don't compare at all anymore, but even if I was, it would be, it wouldn't be like an over overall thing, all encompassing thing. Cause I'm like, I'm happy with what my life is and what my children and my, you know, my family have. And I'm, we're happy doing it my way. So it's like, I don't want what anybody else has because if I I'd had what somebody else had, then it would change the dynamics of my family. And I don't want that. I'm happy with my existence. A couple years ago, bread became like everyone's enemy all of a sudden. But I just, I won't give it up. I can't, I shan't. And I, I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't, I won't. And I shan't have it. Bread is actually my whole life. I can't think of anything more important to me than bread now that I think about it. But everyone's telling me it's bad for me. It has too many carbs, sugar. No, until now. Enter Hero Bread. Hero Bread is a bread that has high fiber, low carbs, and zero, you heard me, zero sugar. Total game changer. Because being pregnant, all I want is bread. Let's be honest. I do, oh, I did a Hero, last night I did the Hero Tortilla with some cream cheese in it. Oh my God, rolled it up. Cream cheese hero roll. God, I do a hero bread avocado toast every morning. And I must say though, the tortillas though, dude, cook up some steak, some sour cream, some salsa, little steak bits, roll it up, put the bread in the pan for a minute so it's extra yum yum in my tum tum. I just inhale that. Oh, no guilt hangover, no emotional aftermath, no sugar crash, no migraine, no waiting in a swamp of shame for no reason. And normal bread fills you up so fast. That's the other thing. So you can't even finish what you made. Hero bread, you can just eat and eat and eat until all your problems, voila, disappear. Hero makes sliced breads, buns, and tortillas that are available on Hero.co and Amazon. If you are one of them keto people, you will especially love Hero bread because it's super low carb, no sugar. It's a miracle, I tell you. Be the hero of your own movie and try Hero bread. Get Hero.co and use discount code Whitney for 10% off. Right now, Hero Bread is offering my listeners 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.co and use my code Whitney to save on Hero Bread today. That's Hero.co. Save 10%. Do it. I'd rather be like, I have what we have. We have what we have. Like, leave me and my little family alone where you don't have that. You yeah. want to be like, it's all about me. Get yeah, the yeah, attention yeah, yeah. on me. And that's that's always bad. Like you always see that crash and burn where now kind of like there's 
these mechanisms like naturally with my family where it's like, I don't want to, I don't want it to be all about me. I, I don't want to be anybody's bulls. I don't want to be a target. I want to have the life that I have and make it easy. And kind yeah. of even like with adding shows, like I, I could add shows Dude, I don't, cause I'm like, you know what? I love being on stage, but it's like, I want to, I want to come out, do my shows, give it that audience a hundred percent and then go have like a nice dinner with the guys who I work with and like be present with yeah, them, yeah. like get time back. Like, yes, yeah. I'm sacrificing money, not adding a show, but I'm getting time back, which is yeah. more important. And then I'll be more present and have more energy for my children when I get home to them. So I think about things where in our business, because it's entertainment, I get it. You know, our agents and managers always need like money, money, money. Yeah, and yeah. I get it. It's, they're not bad people. But you're for also going to be a better performer, a better podcaster, a better everything else if you yeah. have a, a well-rounded, balanced life. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I mean, it took me a long time to realize when I was doing like, you know, 80 shows a year or whatever and like working myself and I was like writing and I would just sit down and be like, what is, what do people, what are people's lives? Like, I didn't know. And right. for, in order for art to imitate life, you have to have a life. Sure. I exactly. couldn't write jokes about going to a baby shower. I couldn't write jokes about right. like, you know, hanging out with friends and something. I just didn't yeah. because all I did was work. And now you'll connect to like, you know, so many of the people are going to be coming to your shows. It's like just being a mom talking about that stuff. It's like, it's, it's a whole new lane. There's, it's like, you know, like when you, you know, writers will like take a drug, ayahuasca or something like that. And like this whole new lane in their brain. Yeah. Opens it. That's what happens with parenting. Where yeah, like yeah. You're, this whole new life exists. Like there's my life, like, you know, first of all, like being able to, you know, the, the one shock, the, the, the hard thing about parenting, as beautiful as it is to be selfless and just have that natural, it's very difficult. Like I, like the kids were with my mom this past weekend for the first time in like three years. And Jazz and I were able to wake up on a Saturday morning and just do exactly what we wanted to do. And, and, and it was weird. Like you almost feel like selfish for it. And we were like thinking about the kids, but we were like, wow, this is what like our friends who don't have children, like they have so much energy. They have so no, They're not, I, I find that the people that don't have, they're not taking it advantage of it. Right. They're like on, they're waking up and scrolling and hurting themselves right. with social media and right. they're like just complaining. Right. And you guys aren't even enjoying this time right. anyway. Right. Because I, I kind of wasn't. Because like what I'll say, is, what I'll do is like, you know, and, and Jazz and I have, have spoken about this where it's like, it's almost like, not that I'm, I'm not impressed because it's like people who, you know, who don't have children do amazing things, but it's almost like if you have kids and are like crushing it at life, that impresses me more because I know how exhausting. Yeah. I know that when you, I know that when the person that doesn't have kids is at 100% by, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning firing all cylinders, you already are at like 20% because you have gotten your energy taken by the kids immediately. But you know you have to get shit done because you got to get out of there by five. I'm here now in LA and I was in San Diego like four days ago. So I flew to San Diego, did a show for the, for the US Navy and then flew nice. back to New York. And, you know, he doesn't have kids. He's like, why wouldn't you just stay in a, stay in Southern California? I'm like, because I have to fly home for my kids, you fucking idiot. Sorry, it's Dan, Dan Levy's. Birth control. FaceTiming oh, me. Should have thought of that six months Dan, ago. Dan, I can't. Oh, oh. Hey. Hey, <laughs> <That's Penny>. Dan. <laughs> hey. What's up, bro? We're podcasting. Happy B-Day. Oh, thank you. Is today your birthday? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm just sitting here talking about myself. Happy birthday, <laughs> Whitney. Oh, I'm so sorry. Happy I birthday. Love you. No, yeah. okay. I love you. Can I FaceTime you back? We're talking about parenting. Okay, bring, bring me up my. 
Oh, 100%. I love you. Love you. <laughs> I just get FaceTimed by babies now. See, love kids it. love me. I'm so I'm so I didn't know it was your birthday. Oh God. I'm please. so sorry. Here, you want to go into labor so early? Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best gift, frankly. And now here's a little insight into one of my therapy sessions with a BetterHelp counselor. Hey Sue Joe, MA, is a licensed marriage and family therapist with clinical focus and interest in Asian American mental wellness, anxiety, and stress management, relationship and family dynamics, and trauma relief. Hey Sue is the current head of clinical operations at BetterHelp, the world's largest online therapy service where she empowers other therapists in being successful at bringing their skills online. Heizu Joe's input is general psychological information based on research and clinical experience. It's intended to be general and informational in nature. It does not represent or indicate an established clinical or professional relationship with those inquiring for guidance. Also, just because you might have heard something on the show that sounds similar to what you're experiencing, beware of self-diagnosis. Diagnosis is not required to find relief, and you'll want to find a qualified professional to assess and explore diagnoses if that's important to you. If you or your partner are in a crisis and uncertain of whether you can maintain safety, reach out for support. Crisis hotlines, local authorities have a safety plan that can be done with a therapist too. Can you talk a little bit about, there's a lot of questions about how do I deal with a narcissist in my life? Do you have any advice for what people should do if they think they have someone like this in their life? And how do you know if you even can not being a, a professional like you? It's, it's a tough one. And you're right. That's like a very trendy thing right now. Um, throwing around this thing. If somebody's a little self-absorbed, selfish, there's a difference between being self-absorbed and being a true narcissist. Um, I know that we don't have a lot of time left, but I would encourage folks, if you think that this is something that is affecting your life, there is so much information out there. And I really encourage mm. folks to educate themselves. Um, knowledge is power, but truly, <laughs> if you are able to educate yourself on um, signs of what a narcissist is or um, look into what the traits are, then you can maybe better identify whether somebody like that is in your life. Um, in some cases, it's going to look like you needing to um, seek out self-preservation and maybe that's mm. placing boundaries as severe as going no contact if this person has brought so much harm and it doesn't seem like they have any intention to try to repair, heal, mm. make things better. Sometimes it's not uh, as simple as saying not going to talk to you anymore because this person may be so intertwined in your life that that's not an option. Mm. Um, so if that's the case, like First, you just want to start with educating yourself. Look into mm. what the traits of narcissism are so you can better understand. Um, and there's actually a lot of support groups out there for people that are dealing dealing with managing um, a narcissist in their lives. Especially if it's a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes um, that's one of the most difficult relationships to navigate because something about it, there's like obligatory stuff sometimes. And, um, and you often are going to seek and strive for their love and approval for the rest of their lives, your life, it's going to mm. be inside of us all the time. So um, I encourage people to go out there, do some research, um, get into therapy. If that's something mm -hmm. that is available and accessible to you, uh, because you're going to need to be able to have a space that you can process. And referring back to something that you said is like really examine and uncover, like what is my stuff? What is me and what mm. is out there? Uh, because when you start getting better at identifying what's in here and what's out mm. there, then you, you know, make better and healthier and more active choices about the things that you can control. And you're better able to let go of the things that you can't, which is what 
feeds into worry, debilitating anxiety, um, and feeling like you're out of control of your life. Speed round so we can get you out of here. Are we telling our kids about Santa? Uh, Yes, I tell my kids about Santa. Um, My uh, recently, my uh, stepson said to my uh, daughter, uh, you know, last Christmas or whatever, they were arguing and he goes, um, he's 13, she's eight. And he goes, he goes, you know, Santa's not real, right? And she goes, you know, your dad's not real, right? (laughs) (laughs) Bang. (laughs) I was like, are you responsible for the Santa presence? Yes. Do you do a different handwriting? Do you commit? We do. We do. um, um, I feel very weird about lying to my kids. And every parent is like, you're going to say that now and you're going to get in there. And Santa is a way to have surveillance so that you manipulate your kid all year. You want to get on the naughty list? You're going to need Santa. You have to. I think like a white lie. I, I think because it's not about really lying. It's like you're kind of you want them to believe in like a higher power too. And you, right, it's right. kind of like, almost like be- them believing in Santa is like the, it's like a, you know, a little kid building block for them to, you know, if you want to be religious for them to believe in God or for them to believe in there's something bigger than us. So we're like all connected more. That's how I look at it. I'm like, just I, worship white men. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> know San- your place. Yes. Santa. And, and I, and, and listen, it's one of those things where it's like trade-offs, right? It's like, yes, it's a lie, but it makes them so happy that mm. it's worth it. And then eventually they'll find out that it's not real. And that I don't think that that's a lie that your children are going to be like, you lied to me. You're so you say it's a tradition and a ritual. Yes. It's like it's like you just I personally think I'm big on Santa, even if you're a Jew. And then Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy. Easter Bunny, Easter Bunny. We don't really care as much about. I mean, we get them Easter baskets, whatever. Tooth Fairy. You better not fuck around with the tooth fairy. If you, if your kid puts a tooth under that pillow and they, with inflation now, I had to give my kid a 20 <laughs> for her last tooth, a $20 just, bill. I just feel like you got four Bitcoin. Yeah. We'll see how it's doing. And then she got a tooth, like a can, like a tooth that was like gum. Like it was a candy, a piece of candy, but it was like in the shape of a tooth. And she put that under her pillow and we didn't know about it and no money came. And she goes, I knew you guys were the tooth fairy. She goes, she like made a test. And then like once a kid says she knows it, like at eight, we were like, yes, we are. But I said, I was like, but you'll still get money for your teeth. Just put them under the pillow. <laughs> and- okay. So she's, cause I'm worried that I'm going to have the kid that's the snitch. Cause I'm going to be like, it's not real. I'm just going to, cause I was lied to so much as a kid and I, I fucking knew it. Santa, I right. knew it. Right. And I, and I didn't, I was like, you're lying. I didn't like that I was being, that I knew too soon. And I guess right. I, I felt like, I felt bad saying like, I know this is fake, I guess. I think that, I think that with, with Santa and the Tooth Fairy and all that, do it for, eventually the society will tell, like they'll sure, find sure, out. Sure, 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 Some other kid. And then they're, they're not alone. Right. Yeah, like I'm I. I'm not traumatizing them because a friend of mine said uh, the kid is five and was like, oh, Santa brought these gifts and the kid had a conniption being like, there was a man in our house. Right. Like I thought, I wasn't supposed to talk to strangers. You right. just, how did he get in? Right. And he like didn't know how to handle it. Right. Yeah. I feel like, you know, for me, it's like, um, you know, I, I want to tell my kids like, you know, the truth, like, yes. It, it, like when I'll tell them, I'll tell them at the same time, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. I'll, I'll be honest with you. There is no such thing as Santa, but there's also no such thing as a third gender. So, <laughs> 
no such thing as monogamy. No There's such, such thing as monogamy. Love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I know things are good with your mom and I know it's good. And we're also in a simulation, so none so of this really matters. So let's just... Yeah. If you, when I'm when I'm when when I want to pull the plug on Santa, I'm telling her the truth about everything. <laughs> Aliens are real. The government's watching you. I'm gonna. We've go. never been to the moon. Yeah, the that's CIA what, that's killed Kennedy. I, that's what, the day I tell you know Santa, what is real? All those vaccines we gave you when you were a baby. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's you know what's real? real? Your autism. <laughs> yeah, for real. Stimming out. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Last one. Religion. Yes. You doing it? Yeah. So they're in a Catholic school now. Nice. Um, and I know the Catholic school had a, you know. Black eye. Well, you have what, girls in there. They're fine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly. Fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying they're in my. I know not they grow- said you're supposed to get the HPV. No, the oh, yeah, hepatitis. You're supposed to get the hepatitis B vaccine. Okay. For babies, boy, like, and I, that's for if you you can only really get that through gay sex. I was like, I don't think what we're doing Catholic school, so yeah. it should be fine. Uh, listen, I just think I think Thanks. you know, I think that the school. <laughs> Glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I think the school system. At least in New York, my kids go in New York, like public school, it, mm-hmm. you know, if it works for you, great. I like a uniform. I like it wearing the same thing every day. Exactly. I like it. Especially that's what Jazz says. She's like, you know, especially with girls. Yep. Just putting a uniform out for them and not having to deal with. Never mind Catholic school girl uniforms are the sexiest thing you can wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I know. Awkward. I'm like, can you throw that on, babe? Yeah. You and, got- um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, and so uh, we like Catholic school. I also just think like there's, you know, the smaller class sizes and mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not saying whatever religion you are. I I had religion pounded down my throat. Shout out Father Bill. Um, I, uh, I, you know, like a very Catholic mother where there was no other alternative. So yeah. I don't want, I want my kids to question if they want to go try yeah. Buddhism, try Judaism, try, you know, uh, you know, Islam, whatever you want to do. Sure. But I feel like when I'm, when me and her mom are in charge right now, here's the religion we are. Yep. So this is the one, here's the structure that we, but you you can deviate from this, but at least this some guidance. I don't want them to be like, I don't know anything yeah, about yeah. religion at all. I want to be like, this is the one we tried. And then you from there, we tell, I tell her all the time, like, if you have questions about Catholicism, you can always ask me, ask the priest, like there's other religions. You're just too young to know about them mm-hmm. now, but you will learn about them. And one of them is called being a Republican. And that's the <laughs> important one. <laughs> as long as you're a Republican, we don't care. Yes. <laughs> you will not get an abortion. <laughs> and and I so, you. so I, I like religion. I, I, I think that, and again, I know that, you know, people like it sucks. It's a made no, up. I think Fine. it's again, it's like, it. it's like, it is what you do with it, you know? Exactly. And I think as I get older after, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I lost two parents. Um, uh, I don't bring it up every five seconds, but it really does change your. <laughs> that's because they got the booster. It's a... <laughs> that's right. Um, no, so I uh, I feel like this is something that oh, it's so funny. Anthony Jeselnik just texted me the funniest birthday message. I'm getting all these birthday messages. Let me just close my computer. Uh. Um, and uh, he just wrote, he, "Congratulations on getting pregnant." I always pictured you as a mother. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you an asshole. Um, but I forgot what I was saying. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Once you lose parents and have to do funerals. Like the way Jewish people run a funeral, dude. And yeah. then when, like, the funerals for my parents were like a disaster. It was right. a mess. It was whatever. And then going to Saget's funeral, that shit was run. Yeah. Like, I mean, they literally made an announcement. You come up to the casket, do not look at the family of the deceased. Do not hug them. Keep yeah. moving. You have three seconds with the casket and move on. Like, it was so well. Right. There's a plan in place. People bring you food. You grow your beard. All the ritual. Well, like, it just was the so The thing smooth. is with Catholicism and Judaism, it's like Catholicism, you know, that's what we are. That's what I was born into. And, but the, you know, one of the biggest issues I have with it and what I, what I'm trying to not 
pass on to the kids is like, you know, that Catholic anxiety, that Catholic guilt, because in Catholicism, what we do here on earth will have implications in the afterlife. If you're not a good person, you're going to hell, you're going to purgatory, doing this. But with Judaism, it's like, you're, when you're dead, you're in the ground. It yeah. doesn't matter what there's, you're not, you're just fucking in the ground. It doesn't um, matter. There's no implication. So like live a good life uh-huh. and, you know, be a good person. But it's like, don't think because if you, you know, I would think like if I masturbated when I was 13, like my mom would tell me that that's the angels crying and you're going to go, go to hell for that or mm-hmm. premarital sex. So it's like you develop this anxiety and this guilt that that's something that I'm like, even at eight years old on my daughter about like don't feel guilt like catholic guilt like you know she even said she's like oh you know the the teacher said if we don't go to church on sunday like that's not good i'm like you have your own relationship with god like if you don't just because you're going to church mm-hmm. doesn't make you a better or worse catholic they'll tell you that it is because they want you in church to give money to the church but th- you have your own relationship with god i like the other parameters of catholicism i like you know learning about religion and and i like having a discipline to follow yeah, yeah, i think yeah. that's you know yeah important but like don't let this guilt like subside, uh, you know, could just yeah, paralyze yeah, yeah. you with with fear. Last question, because that that's the kind of shit that I I'm pretty conflict averse in most situations. But I know with with animals, I know with a kid, I'm going to be that to me is like we got to go down to the school and talk to the teacher. Right. That. How do you know when? Yeah. You know, I don't want to be one of those parents that's constantly meddling. It's like the idea right. is just like let the school do what they do and then you can have a conversation at home. But are you ever like, I got to. I got to go talk to the teacher about this. I also, when kids, I hear kids like getting bullied. I'd be like, I would go to the school and pinch a kid. Yeah. It's well, the thing is too, it's, it's, it's definitely a little bit me, but like with Jasmine, it's, you know, she's the kind of mom where it's like, it's just always in protection of her children, right or wrong, which is, is, is I think more positive than negative. There's some negatives with it, but like the teachers called, you know, the Delilah was getting into some trouble on the bus and, you know, most parents, you know, when the principal calls and is like, your daughter is doing this, doing that, like, okay, how can we work together, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine's response was, what are these kids doing to my daughter that's pr- that's making her have to be reactive? Defend herself. Have you ever thought about that? And she was like, just talking to the principal like that, where she was like, maybe it's these other little kids around my kid yeah. who are making her act that way. And it was like, and I think the principal realized real quick, like, I'm not going to be able to push this lady mm-hmm. around. So you know, they were like, okay, well, you know, we'll just separate the kids on the bus. So, yeah, that's what my jazz right. was like. Yeah, just put my daughter in the front of the bus where she belongs because she's a fucking leader. I like these other little. <laughs> Stop putting her back with Rosa Parks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's not black. She's Puerto Rican. <laughs> um, I know it's the same to you people, but. <laughs> um, and, and, and so, and so I think like, you know, for me though, I, I know, you know, like we have, I have, we're, we, we're going to, we have kids that are, their parents, like me and you being comics, other parents might be like, you know, we're weird. Like we're the weird family because like dad, daddy's got a bit of a strange job. Like, you know, my daughter will say that, like, you know, everybody else's dad is like in finance or a cop or a fireman. Yeah. And like, you are do something like a little bit weirder. And I'm like, yeah. well, you know, so but she said to me, she's like, does that make me weird then? And I was like, no, I think it makes you unique. I yeah. think. And so we don't want to stifle that. Like, I don't want to no, make you rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. And then it's like, I don't want to stifle her creativity. Um, so, but I think sometimes in school with like our formal education system, it's designed a little bit to sometimes like stifle kids' creativity because it's much safer mm. for my daughter to just think like, well, you know, I got to stay in line. I got to get good grades. I got to yeah. go to school. I got to follow the simple plan because then, you know, I'm, I got to grow up to be a nurse. It's like, go be a nurse. I like being yeah. a nurse, but it's like, if that ain't for you, 
And, you know, I, I have no, I don't, I'm not, I'm not mandating my child go to college. Like if she wants to, we have yeah, the money saved. We have that's a, a tricky one. But I, she doesn't absolutely have to do it. It's, that's up to her because for me, I'm like, the, the cost of college, yeah. you know, it's like to get into like, like how Harvard, annoying do you want her to be as an adult? Right. It's like, I, I, I don't, I don't need yet another fucking feminist, you know? And, you know, as Seneca said, the great philosopher, why you never is, step why, in the same river twice. Why do I have to hear about the Stoics all of a sudden? Why are po male podcaster, yeah. high performing podcasters getting millions of views off of quoting men from 2000 years I know. ago. I know it, it used to be the Stoics said like, yeah. is that, I'd literally rather listen to Andrew Tate. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he is least interesting. It's like yeah. never step yeah. in the same river twice. Yeah, what does yeah. that even mean? Yeah. Andrew, who's the, he's the father. Um, I, dude, <laughs> imagine the guy makes some points. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, no, I, I don't know why I think it's for me. It's because I like, like, I'm all about, like, you know, the new age philosophers, but it's like they're the advice from the Stoics, like, two thousand. if it's been trial, you know, uh, tested for 2000 years and it still holds up. I'm like, I like that. But it is true. Does it's it like, hold up? I mean, it depends on who. If you're an immigrant trying to get in America, step in the same river twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. exactly what yeah. you need to do. Yeah, to get try here. and climb that wall yet again. I just feel like they're so vague that everyone can project onto it. Yeah, well, that's true too. I think you got to do, you know, w whatever it is to you. But yeah, it used to be like MMA and now it's stoicism. I love like watching men discover things women have known for thousands Forever. of years. Yeah. I know. I'll tell Jazz, like, I'll read something from like a book, like the Daily Stoic, like a like, Ryan Holiday. And she'd be like, yeah, I've, I've known that since I'm 12. I love that. Like if a man has any good advice and takes a picture on a private plane, he just immediately has 2.5 million followers and a giant podcast. It's Bang. just like, I mean, in. I'm like talking about my feelings. Everyone's like, Whitney's crazy. Dak Shepard, here's $80 million. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, okay, guys. So just yeah. keep doing the damn thing. I love you. New podcast. Look at, uh, well, no. Not new, new. No, this is Chrissy Chaos. Yeah. But you have a new one? I got Hey Babe. I got Hey Babe podcast. And then this is Chrissy Chaos that this is out uh, every Monday um, at, uh, at uh, like 7 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. And Fuck this yeah, is, um, yeah. Oh, got you got the, a new set then? I got a new set. You haven't looked at your in Instagram, but I, am, I was like, okay, this is a new set. I got set. a new set. Really did I got the a new damn set. thing. And then we got these podcasts and stand up, christycomedy.com. I got um big show, biggest shows of my life coming up. September 22nd, 23rd, Radio City Music Hall and Theater at MSG. Yes. Yeah, bitch. And I'll be doing a pregnant special at the comedy store. <laughs> <laughs> come, come see Whitney's swollen feet on stage. I know. <laughs> <laughs> come let me suck your dick so I can get this thing out of my body. Do it. I love you guys. Love you. Bye. Don't ride all the time.